Hey, this is June 14th, episode 7. Yeah, the music's going to be loud, but I'm going to be a little more mellow. So let's start this. right i want to go a little mellower today be a little calmer not try to yell so fast um things that you might want to be aware of is i am experimenting with a audio only version of the show uh it is currently being published on spotify the easiest way to get to it is by typing in blind hatter two t's um in the search bar or you'd have to do, quote, the BC podcast, close quote, to get there. Other places that it's at is on Google Podcast. And in about a week or so, it should be showing up on iTunes. Uh, there's a lot of short videos this week um, from the fire station, FFA, um, I think we've got a meet a doctor, which I'm kind of excited about. We're going to start... Uh, getting little interviews from the uh, clinic that's in town, find out who we have over there. I didn't know uh, about this doctor and his specialty, so that's kind of cool. This week's photo of the week is the uh, Rose is on at the city park. This is actually mine, I won't deny, and was walking by when I was on a way to an interview, and lo and behold, I saw this lovely rose. I really, really liked it. So there you go. If you have pictures, which I really, really want, you can send them to bcpodcast at theblindhatter.com. You know what it's about. Uh, And also, uh, I saw a lot of of full rainbow photos out on Facebook, but I kind of like to get permission before I go stealing them off the face off of Facebook. So yeah, if you have those, be sure to send me either via email or uh, get a hold of me via Facebook so that we can share some of those. I'm up for even a few. Next up is a uh, interview. It's not even really an interview. It's a little bit of information that came from the Ag Day that the third graders had at the high school with the FFA. Hi, I'm Colton from County Button FFA. I'm the FFA president. Today we're doing the uh, Ag Day for the third graders to come down and they come down here and we have stations like tractor driving, we have honey, we talk about grapes, we have goats and steers. They just come down here and they cycle through and we talk about um, just like what we do, what we do down here at the FFA and how we like we raise animals and we talk about tractors and our competitions. Um, we have stations for honey, we taste some honey, we have grapes for grapes. We walk them through the vineyards and show them what we do up here in our horticulture class and um, we're just out here, they have fun and we have fun showing them how, what we do. What age can somebody uh, sign up for FFA? Uh, FFA is for uh, freshmen, so when they get into uh, freshman year, they sign up and then we do a competition. We do CDEs and LDEs, so a tractor driving would be a CDE, 
which is a career development event. And we, uh, we drive tractors with a trailer and we back up and go forward through cones. All right, and uh, do they have to have any qualifications to join? Uh, no, just, just have to be a freshman. Uh, you come join and we'll, it's, you can do, there's a lot of stuff that you can do in FFA. We'll walk you through it. Hi, my name is Lindsay Wolf and I'm a third grade teacher at Kybe Elementary. My name is Shayla Diaz. I'm also a third grade teacher at Kybe Elementary. And this is my third year getting to come to the high school to have this wonderful Ag Day. And you're... This is my fourth year. I had to sub one year for a third grade teacher coming up. <laughs> and we absolutely love it because Bend City is a big agricultural community and a lot of our kids are exposed to a lot of agriculture. Um, however, a lot of them are not. So we get the chance to see animals that they probably haven't been this close to. They get to see a tractor, how it operates. Um, I believe they get to see the plant life cycle, they get to see our grapes, which is a big part of the Benton City culture as well, and they're getting to see a drone, which is amazing this year. So we really enjoy it, and it's a great um, way for our kids to get excited about FFA when they get older to continue the agricultural tradition within Benton City. Yeah, the, if you're wondering how on earth a drone fits into FFA, uh, I actually called a friend of mine from the WSU Extension in Prosser, and they are using them now for um, doing temperature checks, the, uh, I think it's water stress on the plants. It's actually really amazing. They can do uh, infrared to determine how well they're, uh, how well the uh, plants are growing. So, Yeah. Welcome to the high-tech world of farming. Uh, next up, we have a quick interview slash PSA from Fire District 2. This came a little bit back, a uh, talking about target shooting, and I remember, uh, remember a couple of times last year where fires were started with shooting. So I uh, hope this is informative, and here we go. Good evening, everybody. My name is John Dardarian. I'm the Public Information Officer for Benton County Fire District 2 here in Benton City. And today I was asked to talk about recreational target shooting here in Benton County. So a couple different regulations come into play. Um, a lot of people will target shoot on BLM ground, so basically state-owned ground. And the governing body for that is going to be Benton County Sheriff's Office as well as the Bureau of Land Management. Uh, usually during the summer, the Bureau of Land Management will come out with different statements regarding target shooting on their ground, and so it's important to pay attention to what their regulations are uh, in effect at the time. Uh, the Benton County Sheriff's Office actually has adopted an ordinance stating that the only place that you can target shoot in Benton County is going to be at designated ranges. With that being said, as the fire danger increases, people do still out, go out and target shoot on BLM ground, and it's a very high fire potential for us. Uh, we do ask that you have at least a shovel with you in order to uh, mitigate any small fires that may be started and then obviously call the fire department as soon as possible. Any other thoughts about that? Do you, you know some of the ranges around here? Um, I, currently, the only range that I know of in our area is the Rattlesnake Shooting Facility uh, up off of Highway 225. All right. Thank you very much. And... All right there. 
Yeah, you definitely want to be alert and be aware. Uh, I know that I there's also a uh, pro, a firing range in Prosser, but it is a uh, closed membership. You need to get involved at and get your membership at the end of each year, beginning of next next year. Uh, both of those ranges are really well uh, used. Uh, and I heard there's one out in Pasco as well. So, yeah, it's not m as much fun. And, yeah, there's a little bit of money involved. But it's a lot better than having thousands of acres burned. Our next interview is with Dr. Carl from the Benton City Clinic. Hey, this is Shane from the BC Podcast. I am here with Dr. Carl to find out a little bit more about him. So tell us about yourself. <laughs> All right. So uh, my name is David Carl, um, and I'm a board-certified pediatrician, and I work here at the clinic in Benton City. I've uh, been here for about two years now. Uh, we, my family and I moved up here from Las Vegas where I did my uh, residency training. Um, I was born and raised in Washington, actually. I grew up in Shoreline. Uh, which is just north of Seattle. Uh, my wife is from Spokane. Um, we met at the University of Washington during undergrad and uh, it had always been our hope. You know, we left uh, Washington for medical school. I went to Ross University for uh, medical school and I did my residency training, as I just said, in Las Vegas. And so we'd always wanted to come back to Washington. We ended up here in Tri-Cities because it's sort of a halfway point um, for us so we can see both sides of both my wife's family and my family. And uh, we really like it here. Also, you know, we have two small children, um, a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, and we wanted them to be raised in a, in a safe community with uh, where they could get a great education. Um, and so Tri-Cities for us has been great, <laughs> and we really enjoy being here. And I particularly like being in Benton City because uh, although I was raised in the suburbs, my grandparents had a big uh, farm up in Skagit Valley, so okay. I also have a fairly rural background in that, <laughs> in that regard. Cool. So I love, uh, I love this area. I'm going to back you up a little bit and you sure. said you're uh, a pediatrician. That's right. So here, is that your main focus or are you also doing GP work? So no, I, pediatricians just see um, children ages, you know, newborn up to 18. Okay. And so uh, that's uh, who I'm licensed and credentialed to, to have right. visits with. So unfortunately, I don't see adults. <laughs> no, that's great. Actually, knowing that there is a actual pediatrician here local is a great thing to know about. Um, Got any last uh, things that you'd like to mention? Uh, just that, you know, we're always looking for uh, new patients. And if uh, there are people in the Benton City area, we'd love to have you come down to the clinic and give us a try. Um, it's funny because we get patients all the time that live in Benton City and didn't know that the clinic was here. Or for me particularly, didn't know that we had a pediatrician on staff. So, you know, please come on down and, uh, and, and check us out. If nothing else, you can get a, a tour of the clinic. Um, and, uh, and see what you think. All right, thank you very much. All right, it's time now for the calendar of events. Uh, if you have any events you'd like me to place in here, that would be mailed to bcpodcast at theblindhatter.com. Guess what, guys? It is the last day of school. That's right, last day of school. Unless, of course, you've already been skipping, then guess what? It might be the first day of summer school for you. Miss Benton City has begun their registration, so you want to get uh, all that taken care of. The registration deadline is August 16th, so be sure to get those things in. 
Tomorrow is the community-wide yard sale. This is very exciting. I love the map, and you can find a map in the giant nickel. So be sure to pick up a nickel today. The Friendship Kitchen Pancake Feed starts at 8 a.m., goes to 10.30 a.m. It is at the community center. Also, they will be having a car wash over at the veterinarian clinic. The Community Horse Festival at 10 a.m. There's going to be good food, good horses, and a whole lot of other things happening. I also believe I heard a silent auction is happening. The Summer Reading Challenge will be kicking on off on June 18th starting at 3 p.m. Great opportunity to win some prizes. If you want more information, look at last week's two weeks ago podcast. Um, the ribbon cutting for... The Red Mountain Photo Bus start is going to be on June 19th at noon. They are brand new and exciting uh, business in the area. The Night Glow is on June 21st. It is at sunset. It will be at the trailhead near uh, Queensgate. If you're not up for a Night Glow uh, hike, then 7.30 p.m. movie in the park. The movie is Into the Spider-Verse. Love this movie. Great movie. Hope you you get a chance to enjoy it well yourself. Pitbull Pen will be at the PetSmart Adoption Day on June 22nd. Uh, see if there's a lovable pet in your life there. The Science on Wheels is happening June 25th at starting at 4 p.m. at the Benton City Library. Another good event to bring your kids to. Hey, you can start picking up or registering, one more time, pre-ordering your Krispy Kremes for July 4th, uh, starting on July 1st. Then you can pick them up July 4th at 8 a.m. through 11 a.m. at the Chamber. July 4th is the Kids Parade. Uh, they'll be out in their red, white, and blue. And now that you have your donuts, you can side, walk along the side of the road and watch them. Reptile Zoo is coming to the Benton City Library June, excuse me, July 8th. They will be there at 11 a.m. Again, another thing that my children love greatly. With that, I hope you have some event in there that you would really like. And if not, there's probably a good book or a good movie hanging out at your home. All right. If you'll notice, I'm starting to do the calendar of events separate. Wow, it's a little dark in here. Um, because I have been messing them up really bad lately. And f yeah, think about that. Because uh, those are the ones you see. Um, last up, the city had a uh, waterfront park uh, work days on June 4th and 5th, I believe. And then they had presentations uh, went there. I was really wishing to see more of the community there because they ha gave a lot of information and kind of set the tone for what we were, what they imagine our city looking like, and they are taking ideas of what we were hoping it to look like. So uh, here is the consultants, and then we also got a chance to talk to uh, the mayor and David Sandretto. So uh, I'm Michael Mahaffey and I'm Lawrence Kamar and we are with uh, DPC Co-Design. Uh, we're based in Portland but DPC Co-Design is uh, based in uh, Miami, international firm. 
And what we're doing is working here in Benton City on a new vision for the gateway into the city. Uh, we've kind of taken over uh, the uh, city council chambers and we're doing uh, drawings and meetings and um, presentations to the public. We're doing pinups. You can see on the wall there various ideas uh, for what might be uh, created at the gateway, at the roundabout coming off of um, uh, 82 and into the city coming in from the wine country. And it's, you know, it's a, it's a very interesting site because you're coming uh, down off of the highway or from underneath the highway. And here's this beautiful river that's running relatively parallel to the highway. Uh, there's a roundabout that uh, WashDOT has recently created over the past couple of years. And there's a bridge that goes over the Yakima River. Um, so it's transitioning from this, what we call the high voltage, high speed capacity of the, of the freeway down into this very sort of, you know, gesture or, or a beautiful landscape down by the by the river and there's a particular property on the corner the northeast corner of the roundabout um, that currently has an old called cornerstone flower and nursery uh, hasn't been functioning for a couple of number of years and we've been hired by the city to come up with ideas for not only that one site but all of the riverfront that goes up for quite a distance um, to the, to the northwest of the roundabout is a large piece of land up along the Yakima River that Washington Department of Transportation acquired in the process of creating the roundabout because they needed to limit access. Uh, so that has the opportunity to become a very large park uh, and be brought back to a more natural state that, that it has been in already. So, so uh, one other quick point is that this is a very important gateway into the city and it's a great opportunity to let folks know that Benton City is here and that it's uh, a great place to come into. Uh, this is an opportunity to sort of create a, a feeling, uh, a, a kind of welcoming uh, with the landscape and maybe with a sort of the wine uh, country theme and whatever, uh, the, you know, the, the sort of idea for the future development of Benton City would be. Uh, and this is a chance to sort of start small, but in a very important little node and create a character maybe that's going to be uh, part of the future for uh, the development of Benton City. And in the same way that going over the bridge is a gateway to the downtown of Benton City, taking a right and going uh, back east, parallel to the highway, is also the gateway up to the Red Mountain ABA. So it's holding both of those. After talking with the two consultants and the first night of the presentation, I got a chance to talk with David uh, Sandretto and Linda Laham and get their ideas on what how they saw the gateway to Benton City looking. So I was asked where the waterfront idea came from. It originated out of a planning set with Sue Jetter, our uh, Grant Ryder and Alan Rainey, um, our city engineer. We were looking at expansion, um, which was one of my goals to expand the walking trails around Benton City. We came up with some ideas of where we could run those trails and one of the sections was to come out down near Beach RV and I said, you know, it'd be great there is to run a bridge across the old um, 
pilings that are from the old freeway entrance and create like a fishing bridge atmosphere where people could go and throw their fishing poles in or they could set inner tubes off whatever they wanted to do to access the river um, and then I said but you know it'd be even greater if we went and took that uh, DOT property which there's quite a bit of it around four acres and turn that into a walking park where people could walk across that bridge and then walk around enjoy nature sit by the river watch the, the water go by that's evolved um, by no part of my own um, the current administration went and got a grant to do a planning session with a engineering firm that's uh, that's now became uh, more of an entrance idea and I don't have a problem with that I just don't want to lose the idea of the park because I think that's one of the things Benton City is really drastically lacking on if you read our planning documents we don't have enough parks for people to enjoy and children and we need more water access we see that people are tubing more frequently so we got to take care of those types of things um, that's what I'd like to see I'd like to see us focus on the park piece not so much the entranceway but the entranceway does tell me something that um, I missed is that we do need to show hey this is Benton City we've got something inside hey we've got Red Mountain over here I, I, I'm, I'm liking that I don't know that um, that's quite the way I want to go though I really want to focus on the parks so that's kind of where I, I see it The waterfront project got started a few years ago, uh, in my mind anyway, when um, I was uh, thinking that we needed to beautify the entrance to the city. And I was talking one day with Skip Novakovich at, at the Port of Kennewick, and he says, oh, you're talking about waterfront. I'm really all into waterfront development. So he offered to give us a grant to to do that and uh, so I took that to council and council authorized the uh, matching funds so port gave us 15,000 and the council put up 15,000 so it um, has taken it a while to get going but we eventually um, hired Michael Mahaffey and group to take on this project um, my my vision is to have uh, something that's beautiful that looks down the river. For example, a, a nice restaurant, uh, something that's very special that would attract the wine tourists as well as the local people, and have a, a, a nice calming atmosphere where you can look out over the water and sit on a deck or something and, and look at the river while you're eating. Um, I don't know how they would incorporate the greenhouse in there, but I think that would be pretty interesting to have that as well. Um, on the west side, um, that land uh, is part of the highway department and uh, Department of Transportation, and we're hoping that they're going to let us use that as a park on that side where people could have picnics. 
The challenge is getting people from one side of the highway to the other, the main drag. Um, the river, could we could run something under the bridge, but it would have to be in low flow situations, which most of the time it is low flow, except in the spring. Um, some of the things that they've talked about at the last meeting were having, creating um, low walls to guide the traffic to the bridge. So it's like fun, funnels you into Benton City and into the bridge. <clears throat> I'd eventually like to see uh, the bridge get painted and have um, maybe a cantilevered walkway so that a lot of our people that try to cross the bridge have an actual sidewalk. I know I cringe when I see this gentleman in a wheelchair going across the bridge and the, he has to go in the lane with the traffic because that's the only place he can get the wheelchair. So I'm hoping that we could develop some ADA accessible um, structures there. But I like the idea of the hotel. I like the, uh, a small boutique hotel, maybe over where the um, residence is at the present time, although that is out of our city limits. But, you know, it just will depend on uh, the reaction of the owners and uh, what they want to do because it is owned by other people. So my goal in this is to have a visual of something that we could actually have to get people thinking about it and once you have a visual then you can convey your ideas so much easier you know so much more easy and um, I'm hoping at some point that people will like that design and that we could go forward with grants perhaps um, soon Wait a second, wait a second, I'm not quite done yet. Come on, calm down there, Button. Um, just as a reminder, we are looking, experimenting with the audio only. Uh, you can find it on podcast and Google uh, podcast, excuse me, Spotify and Google podcast. It should be out on iTunes pretty soon. Uh, got a great interview coming next week. This is a little shorter than normal, but that's all right. I uh, wanted to get all those different interviews out there and into your minds. With that, we will now do the disclaimer. Disclaimer.